Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. Welcome back to Little Did You Know. How is it already like the middle of July? Well, I guess it's going to be the end of July when this is posted. But like how? How did the summer go by so quickly? I don't even understand. It's been crazy actually. So this podcast started this summer. What else happened this summer so far? Um, I've been doing a course that I talked about last week. And last week's episode for... My mental health and addiction certificate. I have read a lot of library books, to be honest. Um, Because I'm kind of a nerd. And I probably have about 15 library books sitting in my closet right now that I have to read. But, you know, this one I'm reading right now is actually really good, in case you guys are wondering. Um, Anyone who likes a good thriller book, it's called A Nearly Normal Family by M.T. Edvardsson. It's based in Sweden. And basically what it is is... Um, the father is a pastor and the mom, the mom, um, is a lawyer and, um, they're right at the beginning of the book, their daughter, 18 year old daughter gets convicted of murder and I'm only about a hundred pages in, but it's really, really, really good. So if you want a good thriller read, um, I would highly, highly recommend that one. What else about in the summer? I've, I know my doggos, I do a lot of. I have two other side hustles too. I tutor, so I've been doing a lot of tutoring. I do food delivery for Skip the Dishes and DoorDash at the same time because I'm crazy, but it's fine. It just, you learn a lot about like different restaurants and stuff around, like in your community and stuff, so that's kind of cool. And gone to the beach once or twice, but you know, it's the end of summer. Not at the end of summer, but like it's midsummer already. Like, how? How? It's crazy. Um, but this week's going to be really interesting. I know we had a really heavy episode last week um, where me and Chelsea were talking about mental health and anxiety and triggers and um, describing different what happens during panic attacks and stuff like that. Um, And I'd like to say that this is on a lighter note, but probably not. Um, And I have a really, really, really special guest with me today. Um, this person who is going to be, um, on today with me is my biggest hype man. He is blonde hair, blue eyed, six feet tall, and he's also known as my baby brother, except for he's not a baby anymore. I still think of him as literally like five years old, running around, asking me to play something with him or forcing him to do awkward music videos with me where he only spoke French and tried to sing Black Eyed Peas with a little French accent when he was like three years old, but now he's not, and he's as tall as I am, and speaks English. So I would like to welcome my baby brother, Nicola. <laughs> Woo! How's it going, buddy? Mm, pretty good. It, you're the only one that calls me a baby. I know, because you're my baby brother. Like, it's just... <laughs> but I'm as tall as you. I know, but you're still the baby. Like, you're just my baby brother. Like, I have a lot of siblings, and you're the baby. I'm the youngest. Well, my sister's younger than you, but 
you're the baby. You're the babiest boy. The youngest boy. I'm the youngest Eastwood. Yes, that is true. That is facts. Um, I'm really excited you're here today. Yeah. We I had a, we've had a busy couple days, eh? Yeah. So we did. So he came over yesterday, and we actually did this really cool thing a couple cities over from us. I took him for a surprise, and this is a place called Activate. I don't know if any of you guys ever heard of it. Um, I don't know where it started, to be honest, but it was insane. My knees are still rug burned from it. It was fun, yeah. It was crazy. Like, we did... Different sections. Yeah, it was like... Try to explain it. It's kind of different, but uh, it's super hard to explain. (laughs) But you're kind of like in a video game slash challenges. Yeah, and like there's like a bunch of different rooms, and there's like laser activities, and like hoops, and this pipe thing, and... A ball, like these dodgeball things where you gotta hit targets. Yeah, and oh my goodness. My favorite one, I think... Trenches. The trenches was so fun, but you had to shoot targets and then, and then you had to like cl- crawl underneath the laser trenches. Remember that one we had to do where all the lasers go- were going across the room and yeah. you press like seven of them and the- all the seven showed up and I was like I can't do it. Yeah, it was so fun. I would have done the trenches one again, but my knees were too banged up. We- no, we didn't have enough time. Yeah, we ran out of time too. But we wanted some water bottles, so that was kind of cool. We wanted the Yeti mugs. I know we we if we. Got we, to... we were starting to fight over the Yeti mugs, <laughs> but then we didn't realize we would have each gotten one. It's so funny because they want, like, a minimum of, like, three people, and it was only us two. And we totally would have annihilated everything if we had more people. But if you guys have an Activate in your city or town, I highly recommend going to check it out. It was really, really, really fun. So we did that yesterday. We Play- went to your volleyball. Yeah, we played some volleyball. You were my ball boy. Yeah. And chased after all the balls that went astray. And then um, today we did some deliveries, and we got the itis, the food itis. Yep. We, we just some food. we had some. I brought them for dinner, for an early birthday present uh, to Beer Town, um, which is awesome. We mm-hmm. we first learned about Beer Town when we were in London. Yeah. And I was in university, and it was so good. It me me and your mom used to go. Like every Friday, every Friday to yeah. get it was like our Wong Tong nachos. nachos and pulled pork poutine and a nice cold cider, but it was nice. And then we got rained on, yeah. But it was delicious. And now we have the itis, and now we're podcasting. So you know, life, life is good. Yeah, life is great. <laughs> <laughs> you might notice with me and Nico, um, we like to say the same thing at the same time, the exact same thing, a lot. <laughs> it's really funny. Like my dog was walking. She was doing something, like, literally, like, an hour ago, remember? She was jumping on your Yeah, and she wasn't stuff. listening. And we both looked at e- we both looked at her, and we were like, listen, listen Linda. Linda. And we then we looked at each other, we're like, yep, we're related. Um, for those of you who don't know that video, there's a video on YouTube, and there's, like, this little kid. And he's arguing with his mom, mom. and yeah. the mom's trying to tell him to do things. And, he, and the, this three-year-old kid's like, no, no, no. You listen, Linda. Linda, listen. Listen to me. You're not listening, Linda. And it's the funniest thing ever. Fun, yeah. Just just YouTube listen, Linda. Yeah. And the first one that shows up. The first one that shows up is it's so funny. Um so yeah, that's that's my brother. So we're here. I got some questions lined up for him. Um we're going to hit a pretty deep topic and it's interesting because him and I have both experienced this, but in different ways and in scenarios, different, the same scenario, but differently. Yeah. And so we're going to discuss it a little bit, how it impacted us, because 
well, one, I'm a female, he's a male. Two, it happened when I was way younger than he was. Um, and just, like, how that affects, like, different generations of... of Human beings. Yeah. So let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll jump right in. So something I guess that listeners should know is that um, you and me were half siblings. So we share the same, we have the same dad, but we have a different mom. Um, But to me, like a half sibling is a full sibling is a half, it's the same thing. And if you were to look at me and my brother, we literally look like we're related. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Like he, we look the same, just boy, girl version and 13 years difference. But you can definitely tell we're related. And so, um... I when I was five years old my parents got divorced so my mom and our dad so I was five when they got divorced and then I think I was 10 or 9 yeah when our dad and your mom got divorced so it's it's kind of complicated but like because we have different moms but we have the same dad but we've both experienced divorce with our parents yeah and the same parent. Yeah. So it gets kind of complicated. But so I guess I, today I just want to talk about like how that like affects us and how that affects kids. And even as an adult, because um, you're growing up as well. And obviously I'm an adult now. And just how like you have your own place. I don't. <laughs> yes. But that has nothing to do with our parents being divorced. <laughs> you said you were growing up. You're growing up. You're not a baby anymore. I can't embarrass you with awkward dances. I know. TikTok dances I can. Not awkward Black Eyed Peas dances. I think I still have that somewhere, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to believe you as blackmail at your wedding one day. Sure. And there's a part where you go, J'ai never posted chanson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I just stopped. Yeah, you stopped singing and dancing. You're like, I don't want That's this song. Disc. I know. Yeah. I know. It's great. Too bad our listeners can't see it. It's so funny. Okay, so my first question for you, just kind of like a general question. How do you think kids are affected by divorce? Um, I feel like it's pretty hard, but their parents get more long after, like mine do. But I don't know if all do. Get more along? Like, like they, get, they, they get along better? Not really along better, but they don't talk as much. Okay. I feel like when they do talk, it's kind of nicer. Oh, like more civil? Yeah, because they're talking about, like, their kids and let's say transitioning from house to house yeah i don't know my parents they like were nicer to each other okay but most of them how do you think it affects kids like like not not how it affects the adults how do you think it just divorce in general when parents get divorced how do you think that affects the kid uh i think better because there's less fighting in the house okay and they don't see as much fighting so they won't grow up and like choose the like arguing way yeah, I can see that. And they'll, like, talk more than instead of arguing. I can see that. And then, uh, in the bad ways would be they don't get to see maybe one parent as much as the other. Mm-hmm. And one of them will grow more as a figure than the other. Yeah, because you would see, like, one more than the other, right? Yeah. Um, I can see it. I can see that both ways. Um, how, is, how do you think your life has changed after, since your parents got divorced? I think it changed for the better. Yeah? There's less fighting, and they're nicer to each other. Like, they're more civilized. hmm And they fight less, but also 
when you're at one house for the week, you kind of miss the other parent. Yeah. Which you want to go see them, but you're at the other person's house and you... So yours and my setup... Your My setup was different than your setup. So when I was a kid, I only saw our dad every second weekend, and I was with my mom most of the time. But you and our brother, our other brother, because we have an older brother. Yeah. Well, you have yeah. an older brother. I have a young another younger brother yeah um you guys are we do one week on one week off yeah so you guys are much different than than how i grew up how do you think that has changed um i think for you it'd probably be harder okay you don't see one parent as much yeah but with me i see both of them equally do you think and yeah. but you guys lived you guys like both parents live in the same city though yeah they both live yeah. eight kilometers away yeah see we're with with us when we were growing up they were two hours away from each other yeah so we couldn't really do that yeah because you couldn't be like a, one day if we don't feel that well with this parent and we want to see the other, we could just bike over. Yeah. See, whereas with us, like it didn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> like you, our meeting point was an hour away. Yeah. <laughs> so as in now, you just drive to the others, drop them off. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I know that like when you're when we're in school when I was in school at least like it none of my friends parents were divorced like are your friends parents or um a couple of ours yeah but they their parents don't talk as much as mine okay like mine they like every weekend I think they talk just to make sure everything's all right yeah meet up at the same time and everything just keep the communication open yep and then I think it's just easier on me and like the child they talk more so my next so like if you're between houses all the time like what are some challenges you find going between houses um for some reason i feel like you'll forget more things (laughs) (laughs) call up call your mom be like mom i forgot my toothbrush (gasps) we don't bring toothbrushes back and forth i'm just kidding i know my phone i forgot two weeks in a row (laughs) i forgot the other person's house but i'm like we gotta turn around but then if you're long, like further apart, you're more, okay, I need this, 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 that, because I can't come back. Yeah, that's true. And now I'm just like, I can come back anytime I want. I can bike over. Yeah. You find it, like, tricky with, like, are, like, the rules different in houses or, like, yeah, that, like the atmosphere? Yeah, the rules are much different. Yeah. One, like, one person has a set rules, and next week you go to the others, you got to kind of adapt. Yeah. I remember, then, I remember when I was growing up, one of my houses was always, we talked very loud. And then when I got to the other house, they were like, you're yelling. I'm like, I'm really not. But I was just at a house that like, yeah. we talked louder. So it was hard to like readjust how you acted at the other house to, mm-hmm. to satisfy that parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at, I know at one house, I'm usually most of the time in my room <laughs> just because there's not really, I don't want to say there's nowhere to hang out. But, like, she's always working. Yeah. And we can't really bother her sometimes. Yeah. As in, my dad's retired. I can hang out with him more. Yeah. No, that makes sense. We do more stuff around the house together. Yeah, because he has more time to to do that kind of thing. What are some positives, then, Um, between having two households? Besides the obvious, double Christmases and whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But even that, it's not... Well, it's good, but also not good. Because mm-hmm. you open one set of presents, and then you're like, okay, next round. Yeah, like, you're, like, waiting for, like, the next, more. Like, it's yeah. like you're expecting more. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, 
with birth birthdays and all that, you don't get to celebrate on your birthday with one parent. True. Except last year, my birthday was on a Sunday, so I got to see both the day of my birthday. That's kind of cool. And then this year, it's a Monday, and I only get to see one of them. Yeah. But we still get to celebrate on my brother's birthday, because he's only three days behind me. Yeah. So we all celebrate then, and then once we get to my dad's, we all celebrate yeah, on my birthday. Yeah, it's funny, because... You- our brother's birthday is the 6th, yours is the 9th, and our dad's is the 11th. Yeah. So within a span of five days, there's three birthdays. Yeah. So. A lot um, of cake to eat. That is true. A lot of a lot of cake. Um, what other positives would you kind of consider? Um, if you're at the store with, like, one parent, you might go across the other. Oh, have that ever, that ever happened to you? No. Oh. But it's happened to them, like, when we're not there with Oh, them. really? Yeah. That would be so awkward. They just see each other and they're like, hey, hey. And then they walk away. That would be so awkward. <laughs> It'd be like running into like an ex, but you were married for like 10, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Like that would be so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. Sometimes they'll go parking and you see one of them loading the car, ready to go home. Just... If that was me, I'd be like, I'm going to park over here and hide my head behind the windshield <laughs> and just pretend I didn't see them. Um, that's really funny. Okay, let's take a break and I have some more questions for you. Okay. Okay, so here I'm going to pull my teacher hat on, okay? And I want you to give me some, I I have a critical thinking question that I want you to really dig deep into your soul about. Okay. Okay. What would be, what do you wish that your parents knew about the divorce? Like, I think they almost knew a lot of things. Like, but what do you wish that they knew about, like, how you, how it affected you or how it affected you and your brother or, like, how it affected the family? Like, what do you wish they knew? Um, I'm not sure because everything's gone for the better and I don't think I'd change anything. No? No. Because, like, life is better now that they're kind of separated. Yeah. Because my dad doesn't yell anymore at us. He doesn't want to raise his voice. My mom, she doesn't argue with us as much because they're not in that angry state. And then, yeah. So, like, would you just kind of say, like, you're thankful for the divorce? It's kind of, yeah. Yeah? It sounds weird to say, but, yeah, it's changed, <laughs> it's changed for the better. That's good. And it, there's less, like, you're less at, you feel more at home. Cause yeah. Because there's not always that angry space. Yeah, it's not like a like a toxic environment, sort of say. Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give your parents for their potential future relationships after of going going through all that? So make like, sure it's the one. <laughs> <laughs> make sure it's the one. Hey, well, maybe they thought that they were the one for each other back then. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's it. That's your only advice. Yeah, because I know my mom has a boyfriend now, and he's great. We like hanging out with him. Yeah, he'll play Xbox with us. He'll do whatever with us. <laughs> He cheers for a really bad hockey team, though. Yeah, it's trauma, though. <laughs> um, that's good. Any any other advice you would give them? No. That's really it. Like, if they're not acceptant of you opening, like, being open about things, yeah, uh, just don't really open up to them and just ig- try and ignore them as much as you can. Like, if you like their parents are fighting, you mean? Like, if he, something happened between your parents and you go to somebody to tell them, like, somebody that you trust and yeah. they kind of make fun of you for it, um, try and find somebody else that's open 
and I know there's like websites where you can you talk with like people that are there to help you yeah and they're not there to make fun of you they're there to actually help you yeah because I bet you it's hard because I know that I was like I was five so I was too young like I didn't know any of that stuff what just, was going on yeah it's just what I remember is my parents weren't together so yeah I knew what was going on like I don't remember I don't have a I don't really have any vivid memories vivid memories of them happy together the only memory I have of them together is when um I remember I had a Blue's Clues toy in my hand and if you press the ear it barked and I remember bringing it to them to to show them yeah and all they were doing was yelling at each other in the kitchen and that's all I remember and then they told me to go put it in my toy box that's the only and then the memory of of um like our dad leaving my mom I remember that too that's it though so our dogs this is just great they're not having any of this (laughs) So I bet it's different for like teenagers because you guys actually remember stuff and like you can actually feel stuff and and like I know for for me I remember a lot because they made a lot of good memories with us yeah and I remember they went to like Bahamas together St. Lucia together yeah and then I remember we went to a trip to Seattle all the way up to Vancouver around there and back down and we spent a week in Seattle and we were all over Seattle making memories, mm-hmm. and it was tons of fun. And then we went back to New Brunswick to visit my mom's brother, and that was super fun. We all had a good time, and it was lots of fun. And that's really, like, happy moments that we had together. Yeah. And then non-happy ones are, like, the night. Uh, one night, my we all got in a big argument, and that's kind of what ended it all. Yeah. And me and my brother were kind of shaken up after. Well, yeah, for sure, because, like, you guys can, like, you guys know what's going on. Like, you're not, yeah, you're not little like I was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you still, having, like, experienced that, and I know you're still young and stuff, but do you still, like, believe, I guess, in marriage? Like, do you still believe in that, even though, like, you're a kid of a divorced family? Yeah. I mean, if you like, if you love someone enough, yeah, possible it's possible would you ever want your kids in the future to have gone through what you've gone through if they had to yes because it changed for the better <laughs> okay true 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 but if they didn't have to know like if their parents were together and everything like that their parents be as in you and your partner yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would just be better that's fair and the outcome that comes out but if like you're unhappy in a marriage don't just stay in it for the kids. Yeah. Like, that's really important, too. And I think that that's something that a lot of, like, adults... Go um, through. Yeah, and, like, think, oh, well, we'll just stick it out for the kids or whatever. And you're, like, living proof that it made your guys' life better. So... Yeah. That's... Like, a- divorce isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it changed our lives for the better. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, It's just interesting because... um, You wouldn't think it changed something. No, 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 I, I know it can change. It can change for the worst or it can change for the better. Um, it's just interesting that I'm not sure about, like, uh, like, I think that more so parts of your side of the family, there's been relationships that have stayed together. But on, like, if I'm thinking, like, just my mom and our dad, there has not been one relationship that I can think of. Maybe one. I think an uncle and an aunt on our dad's side of state together. But other than that, I can't think of any other relationship 
on either my mom or our dad's side that has stayed together. I know. So, like, it's just really awkward that, like, not there hasn't been, like, one marriage. Be- beautifully successful marriage, like, yeah. in our family. You know I, what I mean? I know my uncle, he's married he's married to his high school sweetheart yeah but like that's that's your mom's side yeah you know what i mean like yeah and it's not your dad yeah and so like my mom's side there's nobody mm-hmm. our dad's side i think there's not many there's one i think there's one uncle who's still with his wife yeah um and that's it mm-hmm. and other than that like even our grandparents got divorced like yeah like on our dad's side my mom's grandparents got divorced like so it's like I, you have a couple on your mom's side and i know that yeah and i we, I have none on my mom's, and we have none we really have on our dads. One, on yeah. Dads. So it's it's hard because like it's you don't we don't really see what a nice, positive, strong relationship looks like because we haven't experienced any in our family. You yeah. know what I mean? Like one example out of how many people are in our family is not the best odds. <laughs> no. So it's just it's kind of that like that part I think is kind of sad. Yeah, and how there hasn't been one. Maybe. Yeah, like you're not like there hasn't been just one that you can be, we can look up to as like kids in the family and be the like marriage. yeah and be like that's the one I want one day yeah because we don't we've never gotten to experience that or see that so I think that's like one of the sad parts I think I think the one that I look to up the most on my mom's side though it's probably it's probably my uncles yeah we went there we were super young we had tons of fun with like we hopped all the kids hopped in a limo. We yeah. all had, like... I remember that. I was there with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it was super fun. Yeah. And then I still remember looking at photos. And I'm like, that was a fun time. Yeah. We all had so much fun. Yeah. So, they're, like, we like we see it, but it's just, I wish we could see it more, like, every day. Yeah. Because we only see that, we've only seen that uncle, because he lives far away. There's another one living close to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the other one, like, yeah. he lives pretty far, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's something that I wish we could have seen more often growing up. Yeah, a lot more often. Um, I have a question that's, like, kind of kind of related and kind of not. Do you, because obviously, like, divorce can spur from, like, that's my dog. Divorce can spur, obviously, from, like, a number of things, like, different problems and stuff in, in relationships and commu- miscommunication or communication that just never gets resolved or not compromising or aggression or... Um, abuse or anything like that um obviously trust is a big thing yeah um so do you think honesty is the best policy i think so because if you can be trustworthy i mean you'll have tons of friends because they can trust you um you'll have tons of people who like you just because you they know you're you're trustworthy yeah and even if it's something bad though What do you mean something bad? Okay, let's use our parents as an example, just because we were talking about that. That was our topic of conversation. Let's say one parent cheated on another parent. Do you think that parent who cheated should tell the other parent? Yeah. Even though it has severe consequences? Yeah, because that means you'd like that other person over the person that you're with. If you didn't tell the truth? If you... No, like, why did you cheat if you liked the person that you're with? True. It like could just you, be like it could just be like a mistake sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. Um, like if it's a one time thing, it's a mistake, so to speak. But like multiple times. Yeah, then like that's a different story. But like let's say they they did it one time. Okay? So let's say that person cheated on the other person one time. Should the person who cheated tell the other person that they did? I think so. 
Even with the severe consequences that could come out of it? Yeah, because then at least they know. Mm-hmm. And if they find out, it's going to be even worse than you telling them. True. That is true. And I think sometimes, too, like, if you come out and say it, yes, you made a mistake, but you're being honest in the fact that you'd be like, hey, I did this. I know I hurt your feelings. Blah, 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 blah. And, and you guys might just need a bit of time off. Or you just might, like, that might just help communicate like make your relationship better exactly like because you're being honest like yes you made a mistake yes you did this yes that was bad but you're kind of communicating your feelings and maybe that can start another conversation about why that person did it yeah and like why how they were feeling and stuff like that um so i think i agree with you there i think honesty is the best policy but if it's a good surprise i think you can keep it secret yeah so, like, I think you should be, like, like we said, like, cheating's obviously a, a good example of a negative, a negative thing that you would keep a secret about, but we believe you should be honest about it. But, like, let's say you were going on a, like, you planned a trip, or you were gonna, like, the parents were, like, gonna renew their vows. Like, that's a good secret to keep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like... Like, that's good enough to, like keep not, a secret and yeah. you're not you're not a bad person because you're not quote unquote being dishonest yeah because yes you're being dishonest but, but it's a white lie yeah and it's for a good reason yeah. like so I think that those so to speak is yeah those like though that's better but definitely like even if it's hard to talk about and hard to be honest about I think the I think lying about it is and worse. being dishonest is worse yep than like you said, the other person finding out and... Yeah, because this is kind of off topic, but um, one of our principals told us, he's like, if you guys come up to me and you tell us a mistake, I'll be fine with it. But if I find out from another student, yeah, you're getting in trouble. Yeah, exactly, because it shows your character. Like, like it's like yes, you messed up and you screwed up, but... At least you acknowledge it. Exactly, and you can acknowledge it and you can, like, you can work on yourself by admitting those mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you can, you can fix... Like, in your example for school, you can fix that relationship with the principal, for example. Or like and student. Yeah, and show that, like, yes, I made this mistake, but I'm the bigger person, and I'm coming to you telling you that I did this, and this is how I'm going to be better. If yeah. it's, like, parents or if it's in a relationship and you're like, hey, I made this mistake, I'm admitting it. I admit that it was a mistake. This is how I can fix it instead of just hiding behind it and... Letting them find out. Yeah, and just then you just look like an idiot at yeah. the end of the day <laughs> like yeah. like you can't people are smart yeah they will find out like no matter what it is and they probably know you like they probably snuck a face id on your phone <laughs> and they got their face id and they'll pull up your phone or they know people who know that you did things yeah. you know what i mean like people people who are in your life find will find out yeah if they if they know something sketch or something's off like i know a story that my dad told me was when he was younger he um he was somewhere where he wasn't supposed to be, and he came out of it, and it was the main road in Vancouver right there, and he was walking home that night, and uh, his mom's friend was driving and saw them walking out, and uh, they got home, and she pretended like nothing happened, and then the next morning, he, oh boy, he he was scared. Yeah. Because he found out from that one person driving by, saw them. Yeah. Texted his mom next morning got in trouble well i don't think they texted back then but <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no yeah exactly so whereas he could have just admitted been like hey yeah i was doing this i wasn't supposed to yeah he would have gotten in trouble but not as much trouble at yeah as he probably was in yeah at the moment so 
it's interesting though that you think like we think kind of alike even though there's 13 years between us yeah and there's a <laughs> massive gap yeah and like just like experience wise between you and me like and but we still have, kind of have the same same ideas th- yeah ideas and thought process and morals and i think that's really important because um how people connect yeah and it's just not a lot of kids and i find not a lot of males believe that so um i'm appreciative and proud that you have learned that yeah and have good morals and good values so make sure you keep keep those up um but thank you for coming um thank you for having me of course of course um i just i thought it would be really interesting just to kind of compare our situations and just because generally generally no generationally we're very different yeah um but we're part of the same family yeah so it's just interesting to see how one family there's so much going on in it i'm pretty sure like you and my other oldest sister three years younger than you are in the same generation and then me and my brother are in a completely different one yeah and we're all so much different but we all get along so much but they're but we're again but we're still so much alike yeah you know what i mean like me like me and our sister like we went through that divorce you and our brother have gone through this divorce but like they're like 20 years different like apart yeah it's just yeah our family's a big hot mess it's like a big chain link it's just a big hot mess yeah like it's connected but it's like i have to normally draw pictures it's like take take (laughs) chain links and just tie repeated knots with them yeah and then try and undo it yeah pretty much that's That's our family yeah but thanks for coming dude thank you for having Um, me keeping my hype man because it makes me laugh and it makes me very happy and like feel loved so Okay, I, I love will. that. <laughs> um, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. All right. So this part's kind of cool because I actually got a couple DMs over the last couple days um, that were sent to Little Did You Know Podcast on Instagram. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of answer them because they kind of have to do with today's topic. So the first question um, that someone sent in was, how do you love past your parents' divorce? And I think that's a really interesting question just because it depends how you viewed your parents' divorce. So like if it was a positive experience or a negative experience, like Nicola mentioned when he was on, like it was really positive for him. For me, I don't remember my parents ever, like I don't have any positive memories of my parents. So it's just... It depends on how you viewed that experience with your parents and with the divorce and how it affected your life. And I just think that impacts how the future relationships that you're going to have and how you navigate those. I, I think that I know personally that I don't want to get a divorce when I'm older just because I don't want my kids to go through what I've had to go through, what my siblings had to go through, what... I know like some of my cousins have had to go through and um, just like always having to worry about like where you're at and how to act around the parents and like being stuck in the middle. I know that me personally being the oldest out of everybody, I was I was put in the middle of a lot of a lot of the times between my parents and um, I don't want my future kids experiencing that one day. So I know that when whoever I end up with in the end at the end of the day. I wanted to make sure that like it's a strong and 
concrete relationship where like our communication is open and we trust each other but like we're still like best friends and we still like enjoy each other's company and want to be around each other and um know that if there are problems that like we will go get help for them or we will we will like work through those problems and um so that like my kids can see what like love actually looks like it might not be perfect it might not be sunshine and rainbows it might be a lot of work um but if like you're committed and like you love that person you want to make it work um doesn't matter what has happened like you can you can work on it and you can make that work and when I'm married one day I want to make sure that that's the case um for not only myself and my partner but also for for my future kids one day I know that it's really tricky like going through relationships and um always seeing like like if somebody breaks up with you or whatever like and you're like oh well like yep I'm just like my parents like this that didn't work out either but like we're still young here like in your 20s you're still young you're still kind of navigating your way through the world you're still kind of realizing what you need in a partner what you need out of a relationship and like um how to work through relationships and stuff and relationship anxiety and and separation and um fears of abandonment which is something that we can talk about in future episodes um so you're still kind of like learning all of that stuff so just because your relationship with like a boyfriend or girlfriend failed it doesn't mean that you're just like your parents it doesn't mean that you're never going to get married one day it doesn't mean that you're not going to be in a successful marriage one day or a successful relationship in general um and so I think that just working through those thoughts in your own brain and and still being open to the idea that marriage can work yes I haven't seen the best examples of it um I haven't experienced or seen the best like beautiful love story so to speak Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not out there Um, and you just have to keep be open-minded about it you have to be open to the process you have to try to find ways to keep your let your walls down and and just be open to that other person and be open about your feelings and and communication um, and this kind of coincides with the next question I got here. The next question says, do you still want to get married even though your parents didn't work? Yes, I do. Um, I know that some, some people, um, some friends I have, like their parents got divorced and they never, ever, ever want to get married. Like they saw it, what happened with their parents and their families and they're like, nope, not for me, not happening. Um, I still believe in it. I still think that it can be a beautiful thing. Um, I know I have friends whose parents have been together for God forever and whenever I go see them or go have dinner at their houses, like their families are so cute and their parents are so cute. Like, like still giving, like the husband's still giving a kiss to the wife on her forehead or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cute. Um, so I do know it exists and I do know that it's out there. Um, it's just, it didn't work out with my parents. And I saw the negative aspect, I guess, of marriage and like how that can impact families and how that can impact um the kids in the in the in the family and like custody issues and custody battles and lawyers and and just everything like it's it's a lot and it's all of that can be something that's also further discussed but it's 
I, I don't want, like I said before, like I don't want to put my family through that one day. So I still do want to get married. I still want, like, I have an image of my, in my head of what like that family looks like. And I might not get that exact image in my brain, but I know that I'm open to all possibilities. But I do know that when I go on dates or if I get into a relationship, I'm not there just to date or just to like say I have a boyfriend or whatever. Like I'm there because I'm, I'm looking for a future with somebody. I'm looking to to like build a family one day and build that strong connection with somebody so that it gets to a point of a marriage and it gets to a point of like um, a happy family and, and being together with somebody and growing together um, even though you have your own separate lives you have your own things going on you can still grow together and I think that that's really important one final one final question and this kind of like coincides here again with everything we're talking about which is kind of cool uh in today's day and age what do you think is the appropriate family size Ooh, that one's interesting because it's so weird because i'm so i'm the oldest of seven i have a full sister two half brother three half brothers and two half sisters so there's a lot of us um and i know i have other other friends who like there's six of them in their families but then I also know a lot, I have a lot of friends who like they're an only child or there's only like them and their sister or them and their brother. And I think that to, in today's day and age, that's that's a very personal question because it just depends what you want and depends where you are in your life to support a big family. Some people don't want kids at all because like they want to focus on their career and they want to focus on like travel and spending time with their partner and that's totally okay if that's what you want and and that's what makes you happy and then I think that that's appropriate. There's some people who like only want one or two kids and they think that oh yeah like I can afford one or two kids like that's great like um, we can still do things as a family and, and what have you and, and if they want that that's great too and then some people still want those big giant families. Yes today's day and age and today's economy like it's really expensive to have a lot of kids and it's and it's pricey to like take you your your partner and like six kids on vacation like I get that um and if you have the means to do that and that's what you want to do then then do it if that's what makes you happy and like that's what makes your heart full then then I think that's appropriate as well me personally I know that I want at least minimum um two kids one day in the future if there's more obviously like I'm obviously totally okay with that too I don't really have like a set limit I just have no that I personally have a minimum um and that minimum is at least two and that's just due to my personal preference like I just want like a beautiful family one day and I know that I work hard and I'll I'll be able to support that one day and um just it'll it'll make my heart full and I know I know that I'll I think I'll be a good mom one day and so I know that's a little bit in the future but it's it's still something that I think about often and I know that some people are more hesitant especially now like with COVID and everything and that kind of impacted people's careers and employment statuses and child care and, and child support and everything but it's definitely it's definitely an important conversation to have especially since we were talking about families and divorce and um, different kinds of families today and I just think you should do whatever feels right to you whatever feels right for your situation whatever like I said before, makes your heart happy, fills your bucket up, as my old principal used to say, and 
it makes you smile when you wake up every day and are, and are thankful for that. And I think that that's, that's the most appropriate family size is what makes you happy and what will make you look back on in 50 years and be like, yes, I, I did what I want to do. I have the family that I wanted to have. I grew how I wanted to grow and I'm with who I want to be with. And I think that that there is, is the most important, is the most important thing. So, but it's been, it was a lot again today. (laughs) We're going to have to try to have some more lighthearted conversations, but you know, it's, it's, they're important conversations to have. And it's just, I think that it's something that 20 year olds now, like looking back on like, yes, I was five when my parents got divorced, but it has affected me as I've grown up and gone through like my teenage years and my 20s and I know that there's a lot of other 20 year olds out there who maybe their parents only got divorced when they left for university when they moved out of the house when they were 18 maybe their parents got divorced when they were young like me maybe their parents got divorced when they were teenagers like my brother um and I just know that there's a lot of 20 year olds out there who could relate to this and find yourself and see yourself in any one of the situations that we talked about today and I just want you to reflect on kind of the questions that I actually got through the through the dms on on instagram like do you still want to get married one day even though your parents didn't get married or didn't work out do you still how do you still love somebody and have a relationship past your parents divorce like how did that affect you in your future life and in your current life and I think that as 20 years old now like knowing what what it was and knowing how it affected my family I can reflect on that better now as a 26 year old compared to when I was five obviously <laughs> um and I think that for all the listeners out there like if you've gone through this like reflect upon it think about how it's affected your life and how it's affected those around you and how it's affected your own mental health and your own thoughts towards relationships and love and if you haven't experienced this like how think about like if you are in a current relationship like do you see that being successful and being what you want and what makes your heart happy at the end of the day and if it does perfect and if it doesn't like think about why not how can you make it better how can you fix it how can you make your heart happy again and so those are just some questions that I want you guys to ponder with as you go through your week um and yeah if you guys have any other questions or anything you want us to discuss uh, make sure you send me a dm through instagram at little did you know podcast And I will love, 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 I love to hear from you guys and answer any questions you guys have. And I can't wait to hang out again next week.